My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959. I'm joined now by Dr. Azar Jameen, Director and Chief Economist at Econometrics. Uh, a very good evening to you, Azar. Thanks so much for joining me. Pleasure, good, good. And to your listeners, yeah. So, Azar, what, what is your take on this latest family meeting? I'm seeing a lot of anger on Twitter. People very upset about uh, the president's uh, comments about the vaccine rollout. We have hit a few roadblocks in terms of this rollout. What are your thoughts on what the president had to say this evening? I think the restrictions that have been uh, increased are logical. They will have a slightly detrimental impact on certain the, the poor old industries that have been affected most right through from the time that COVID started, and that is your restaurants, hospitality, uh, uh, businesses, they will most certainly suffer. But, uh, you know, it will be, an, uh, what can I say, a marginal further impact. They have been suffering all the time. It's back to what we, was it, what we had over the December-January period in that sense. So uh, they won't have to close down, but they it will certainly make it a little more difficult for uh, people to go out to the restaurants uh, for any length of time. But uh, as we saw back in January, you know, people still did manage to go out, but I suppose at the margin, uh, some of these restaurants will not be able to serve as much. People won't be able to stay for a dessert and spend mm. on that the way they were doing before. And then, of course, the other big change is the size of uh, gatherings at uh, churches and elsewhere, which have basically been halved and gone back to where halved from they were already halved a couple of weeks ago they halved yet again so we're back to where we were back in january and uh well certainly in january after uh embarking upon such uh, stringent restrictions there was a very rapid uh, deceleration in the rate of infections but uh, uh the acceleration in infections especially in kauteng has been quite alarming the big question that people, some will ask is, why was it not just uh, focused on Gauteng? And I think the president made it quite clear that, uh, you know, uh, it's a case, according to the epidemiologists, yes, you clamp down on one place, but then next to no time, it just starts Mm. accelerating elsewhere. And already this week, we've seen a very rapid acceleration in the uh, number of infections in the Western Cape, which is not officially in well, I don't know if it is or it isn't, but uh, that was very low and all of a sudden it's just rocketed. It's nowhere near Gauteng, but it has increased quite sharply. So it shows you how the, the thing actually uh, shifts around from one place to another. Clearly, I get the impression that the healthcare facilities are under pressure again, and that was the reason why there was the reimposition of a partial restrictions on the alcohol industry. But again, I think those are sensible because uh, they haven't banned sales of alcohol, but they've basically made it more difficult for people to hang around and to socialize such a way mm. that they can transmit the, the the virus. As far as the vaccinations go, I think the government can be criticised for being very lax and yeah. uh, not uh, uh, moving fast enough. No question about that. But they have, they truly have been unlucky, firstly with the AstraZeneca 
uh, vaccine now with the Johnson and Johnson, they truly have been uh, unlucky to some extent. But yes, you wonder whether the acceleration in the number of infections would have been anywhere near as serious had it not been for the laxity. You know, if we'd uh, vaccinated in time, uh, uh, the same way at this time that the Americans and the British uh, did so, then uh, you, you, we would we wouldn't be quite in this position right now. I think but we did have a lot of bad luck. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you mentioned a very important thing there in terms of the timing and where we are at. It just seems to be a delayed response on everything. And yes, of course, we've had a bit of bad luck in terms of, you know, the vaccines coming through. But there's also a lot of criticism around the the, the fact that, you know, the government is taking very long, even with this, with this latest family meeting and the new restrictions. We were getting the warnings about the third wave, you know, last month already. There is an argument that maybe these restrictions should have been put in place a lot earlier than having left it to get to the stage where you've got a number skyrocketing, especially in Gauteng. I think those are very valid criticisms and uh, it goes it, go, it goes back to the lack of capacity or insight within the uh, rulers of, the, uh, within the leaders of the uh, government. Uh, most, most definitely that is the case. But I am a little more forgiving in recognising that there has been some bad luck as well. Your thoughts around the fact that alcohol sales have been restricted again, it's not as bad. It's it's now restricted again to Monday to Thursday, 10 to 6 p.m. And I'm assuming, yeah, well, that, that's where it stands, right? So it's, it's not going to be allowed yes. on the weekends as well. We've had this before. The liquor companies are very important to this economy. They are big contributors to GDP. Their investments are very important in this country. SAB just announced recently that they would be going back to investing after pulling out they've decided to go ahead with the investments again the impact of this because they are saying that any restrictions at the stage they're still trying to get over what happened last year and it's going to take them years to actually get back there even a restriction like this monday to thursday 10 to 6 p.m is is probably pushing that expectation out a lot further in terms of their full recovery no doubt about it but you know this government has a very difficult trade-off here the evidence does point to the fact that the higher the level of alcohol sales, the uh, greater the uh, trauma cases that need hospitalization. And uh, to that extent, if, as we have heard, there is pressure on hospitals now, you don't need on top of that uh, a whole lot of trauma cases because of uh, alcohol abuse. What we did see over December, January was that the restriction of alcohol sales, even though they were, they were still allowed, they were restricted to Monday to Thursday, that did cut down on the number of uh, on uh, alcohol, uh, people who uh, had to receive treatment for alcohol trauma. Mm. So this is a balancing act. Yeah. They haven't stopped people from drinking alcohol at restaurants. But you know that goes hand in hand with consuming food and so the impact uh, is not anywhere near as detrimental as it is when people just drink for dr- uh, a drink sake over a weekend uh, and uh, you know it becomes a pastime yeah. and then they become violent and uh, hurt themselves. So yes you can be critical and the 
industry can be uh, critical, I suppose, but, you know, one has to be realistic. This is the trade-off. It was then, you know, it's up to the industry as well to try and make sure that people do not abuse the consumption of... uh, of, It's the same as drugs uh, with with some Mm. of these things. You have to make quite sure that people don't abuse it, but that hasn't been proved the case. As soon as the ban was lifted completely... So your trauma cases increased again. So there is a one-to-one correlation. Between yeah, we saw, we, we saw such a massive decline. We saw hospitals empty for the first time when alcohol was banned uh, outright. This is not an outright ban. We still uh, are able to drink. Uh, and I suppose we're going to have to give and take in the situation with the numbers rising like this. Azar, thank you very much for your time this evening. Dr. Azar Jameen, Director and Chief Economist at Econometrics. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.